Friday, welcome to what should be a best show of the week. We have got Jersey Drake in the building. And of course, you know, we're setting you up nicely with all these bets for their five great ACC games. Will Virginia Tech take down Notre Dame? Can Georgia Tech figure out how to bounce back and beat Duke? Man, Florida State and Carolina, all great games that we are going to cover on today's show. We look forward to you guys listening, giving us feedback. We know you love that these days. You love telling us what it is and how it ain't and, you know, what it could be. So we look forward to all of that. And man, let's just have a good time. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. As I mentioned, Jersey Drake in the building. I hope you're having a great Friday, Drake. Oh, it's a great, great Friday. I'm stoked to be here and also just to come back on the show and finally be able to say that my team won (laughs) over the weekend, even though, AJ, you put us a 14 still? Really? Come on, man. That's dirty as hell. (laughs) I mean, you did just beat Syracuse, if we're being honest. I mean, that's some but... (laughs) Not that you have a bleeper. I love that. Okay. Where did you get that? Amazon? Amazon. Oh, Amazon. 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 You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are glad to have you in the building. Some great games to go over. And let's start with the team that's going to see some good action. Florida State, can we talk about the Syracuse game, though, a little bit? Like, were you oh, yeah. pleased? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Were you pleased with the outcome? I mean, obviously, it was a win, but it was a gutsy win, I would say. That game went exactly, I think, how me, I had Tyler on for um uh, on our Friday for our Know Your Foe segment, and literally we're like, we knew it was going to be a super ugly game that was going to come yeah. down to, I thought it was going to come down to a missed field goal by them, not by a mm. last second field goal by us to win the game. I mean, I'm still, I kind of went to the game that we, this was going to be one of our guaranteed wins, like a UMass later on in the year. Mm. I was still pissed about how our defense looked, mainly because we just looked supremely lost, but a win's a win, and I can't really be mad about that. And Jordan Travis, he he carried the team on his shoulders and on his legs, even though he still you can tell he's really banged up, whether it be his knee or his shoulder. But a win's a win. Yeah, yeah. and it's interesting that they're going with him and the whole controversy about they're going to go with McKenzie or Jordan. I'm glad they're figuring out. Same way I was happy with Syracuse, right? Garrett Schrader definitely showed that he has some wheels. And at the end of the day, like we always say here on the show, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. And figuring out, giving guys time, I mean, yeah, it's week five. We're going into week six. This is a problem we shouldn't have had to deal with, but at least we see some resolve. And maybe that can shift things. Do you think that's going to help? Florida State moving forward and you like do you are you glad you have a McKenzie type backup or do you still feel like McKenzie's the guy uh as of right now I don't think McKenzie's the guy and I love the mm. dude but we don't have the wilds to create separation and one of the big things is that McKenzie Milne is very quick to you know to release quick with reaction time and with his anticipation but the problem is our wilds cannot get separation to save their lives there's a reason why only I want to say three passes on the day were further down than 10 yards or I think only six passes were further down than five yards. Everything else, I think Jordan Travis had like 23 attempts, yeah. was either at the line of scrimmage or beyond, behind. I think we had like 10 screen plays. So to me, we now I think know what our strength is with our team. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of you know relying on Jason Corbin and Trayshawn Ward, who are probably the most underrated running backs actually in the conference. And For then sure. you supplement that with Jordan Travis's legs and his, his capacity to maybe sometimes hit a deep ball. I am happy with that. Even though I do really want to see, we have a third stringer named Chubb Birdie that I really, really want to see. I think, I think he brings the best of both worlds, whether it be his legs and his arm. 
but I won't see to him until probably after a bye week against UMass. So, but I'm excited about Jordan Travis. For sure. Now you mentioned mentioned Deshaun Corbin. He's going to be a key star to look at in week six week six matchup with Carolina. Five hundred and four yards, four touchdowns on the season. They play at three thirty on Saturday against the Heels. Uh, They're playing in Keenan or playing in Chapel Hill, playing in Keenan Stadium. And I feel like this is either going to be a Jordan Travis come out party, which he did last season, where he did just enough (laughs) to make Florida State look good. Or Sam Howell and Josh Downs are going to put on a show and kind of embarrass that Florida State defense. How are you feeling about Jermaine Johnson, Florida State defense and just overall with the game? Our defensive line is going to show up primarily because I think you guys have like switched your center, I think, two or three times over the course of the year. And then we might we, switch our center two to three times a game, like during the game. Okay, okay, that's, okay, that's, <laughs> I, mean, I saw y'all against Duke. Like, you guys did hold Mateo Durant to, you know, I think only what 114 yards, which yeah. for his standards is kind of lower. But I'm going to be li- really looking forward to see how our our defensive line with Jermaine Johnson, Akir Thomas, and Robert Cooper kind of like not exposed, but kind of like see how they fare up physical, physically wise with your offensive line because we need to make Sam Howell get out of the pocket and be uncomfortable. If you saw against Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech, if he gets out the pocket, he's not as comfortable. But if you give him time, you will have receivers like a Josh Downs or a Ty Chan or Ty Chan, you know, from the backfield to be able to, I want to say, expose and take advantage of our cornerbacks because our, our DBs, even though we are DBU, I will, I mean, that's a, that's stone cold right there. But our DBs have vastly, vastly underperformed this year. And it's mainly due to scheme. In my personal opinion, also, you see plays where, the communication between the sideline and the players is just lost. So that's going to be a very interesting game. Yeah, I feel like Carolina is still figuring out their identity, right? They have some real strong inconsistencies. They play and beat the team that they're supposed to beat, but clearly they have some hiccups. That Georgia Tech game was definitely one of the biggest head scratchers. It's kind of like last season when we played Florida State, and you go in on a Saturday night, but we all know that when Carolina plays on a Saturday evening, it always gets a little dicey. So I'm glad this game's a little bit earlier. And I personally am glad this game is a little bit early and they have time to figure it out. But you're certainly going to need – uh, Sam to have a great day. Can he be protected? He got sacked five times in that Duke game, right? Ooh, okay. And you're gonna and getting uh, nice bear hugs from DBU is not going to be ideal for Howell, who is trying to use his legs more, who is rushing far more than we saw last season because he has to. But again, Josh Downs can't be the only one that you know finds separation. We're gonna need something big from guys like Emory Simmons. M- yes, it is. Emory Simmons. There it is. I'm having a stumbly my word day. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Emory Simmons. We're going to need some guys from Antoine Green. All of those guys are going to have to step up big. Joffrey Brown, if he plays, if he doesn't play, going to need something out of him. So, But more, I mean, I talk about the receivers, but we all know it comes down to that line. Terrible, like you had said. Brian Anderson, our boy Q, been switching out between being sinners who will be our center going into Saturday? We're still yet to be determined, and they still might switch because we all know how Carolina can't seem to find and protect Sam, especially when he is under helm. So say all that to say, I feel like it's going to be a good game, but I'm hoping it, the edge is Carolina, but I won't be surprised if they jack it up. Yeah. I will be yeah. very – I'm actually a little bit happy. Well, not happy because it kind of sucks he's not playing, but thank God that Bo Corrales is not <laughs> playing in this game. I remember last year, I'm like, who the hell is number 11? Yeah. And he's yeah. he had what I think four catches for 114 yards and two separate. He scores. got held at that final play, but we don't have to talk about you it. You really want to talk about holding calls in that game right now? We don't, have to, talk, we don't have to talk about it. Well, we, we don't have to. I don't think you want to. I think it's a different story. We can let it go. I still feel right. Javante still dropped the pass. It is what it is. Yeah, nice hands. 
<laughs> hey, he can he can steamroll through a defense. Miami would like to, would like a word. Okay. Well, Miami right. got more problems than that. So. hundred percent. But either way, and don't talk about Miami because apparently we're, it gets real spicy. Okay. We talk about. Oh, he's Miami lucky I'm not signing the team. So. <laughs> Okay, they're lucky they have a bye week. If you're being honest, another three thirty. So. Ooh, another three thirty game. We are here to talk about Syracuse and Wake Forest. You know Syracuse full well. You just had them as an opponent as the Locked On Seminoles host Tyler Aki, also who's a Locked On Syracuse host. Y'all had a nice conversation about those teams. Sean Tucker, who I had mentioned, looked very gassed during the game against Florida State. He is now trying to come in. To this game was 638 yards on the year and seven touchdowns to play a good Sam Hartman and Jaquari Roberson. Roberson, who's had 380 yards on the year, but Sam Hartman has doing is doing his thing. 11 touchdowns, over 1,200 yards. I feel like they're just the untalked about team. They're 5-0, 3-0 in the ACC. It's time we respect Wake Forest. Despite the fact that their season, their games haven't been, you know, stellar opponents, it's still, it's hard to win these days in our conference. I mean, it is really hard to win. I mean, I think I said last week, I think that they're the most complete team actually in the entire entire conference, whether it be yeah. Sam Hartman, who people say game manager. That's not necessarily a bad thing. He is perfect, I think, for actually that team. And then he supplemented with a Christian Beale Smith and a Justice Ellison, where the offensive play call with Dave Clawson, like I'm looking at that, I'm like, wow. Why can't Mike Norvell scheme like this real quick? Why can't you just watch how this works, right? Be a scientist. It's, it's he's like he's like a mad scientist. I think that's a really I mean it works because they're a bunch of nerds, but no, they're playing really <laughs> damn good football. And then the defense too that we thought was gonna be really poor, if they keep them in games. And I know Malik Cunningham still had like what 300 yards passing and maybe another 50 or 60 rushing. They they still won that game out. And it was a close game, and great teams win games by this close. And it felt they should have won by a little bit more, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it really just came down to the way Louisville responded, especially in the first half. I felt as if, you know, uh, Wake Forest defense just really went to sleep. It was like, hey, guys, there's a game going on anytime, anytime you're ready to like make a good tackle or you can have Jalen Mitchell run over you all day. Either one, either one is fine. But no, they really adjusted. And again, we talk about great teams making in-game adjustments. That's what's critical. And they don't make a lot of mistakes, right? They only had like uh, two, they didn't have any turnovers on the game, but they only had like two penalties really. And so I think that's something to really kind of look at for Syracuse, a team that's all over the place still, still trying to figure out who they are offensively. And I mean, to say for their a positive, clearly Malik Cunningham was able to run all over them. Maybe Garrett Schrader could do the same. I know they're not the same player, but maybe that'll be one of their keys in order to win. I don't think he's going to be able to run over them like he did with us, primarily because I don't think anybody at Florida State, like Adam Fuller, definitely didn't understand you know, who Greg Trader was because the one long run thing for a touchdown, Jermaine Johnson whiffed on that tackle. And he took mm. a really good angle, and he just absolutely missed it. And that, to me, was probably one of the signs where we're like, wow, we should have beat this team by 10 points, maybe even mm. 14. There was just a bunch of broken plays that – because Garrett Schrader is not a good quarterback. To me, he is Jordan Travis with a with the lack of an arm because his passing Ooh. left a lot to be desired. And he might be the slowest fast guy I think I've ever seen, just lumbering down like a big lumberjack down in the middle of the field. Sure. Just, well, Garrett Schrader, I mean, there's more that we need to look to see what Sean Tucker does because I okay. think Sean Tucker definitely has a case to be probably the best running back in the AC if not if not for Mateo Durant because that kid can run and he – he averaged, well, I think, five yards a carry against FSU, and we have a top 25 rush defense. That's the one thing we're good at. And he's still, when he finally was able to break through, he, he capitalized on that. And that's just a lot for him. 
Lord, help us, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry about that. Something was going on in my headphones and it was a party that I couldn't <laughs> understand. But no, absolutely great points. I do think it's going to come to that run game. I hopefully, hopefully Sean Tucker has second wind in him going in because desperately Dino and company need that win, especially for his job's sake. Lord have mercy, help him. All right, let's talk more about some of these games going into this weekend. After I remind you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever with Nine delicious flavors. And let me tell you about the fact that mint brownie, double chocolate, and sometimes even strawberry are my absolute faves. If you want any of the nine, sometimes you just want to try. You want to see what you like. Some things, you know, you have to taste test a bit. You can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macro, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar. Order your mint brownie, double chocolate or even that strawberry whatever you like today go to billbar.com use promo code lock 15 to get 15 percent off your next order so i'm talking to my man drizzy drake from locked on seminoles we have a great opportunity to get with some good games going into the weekend and man oh man would love to get your thoughts <laughs> around some of your favorite teams we know you love to cover you know that good old Duke and Georgia Tech football. I know that's your favorite game of the weekend. You don't have to tell me, right? Oh, yeah, I, I, already figured, <laughs> <laughs> I figured as much, right? So let's talk about the fact that Duke opened its conference play with a loss against Carolina, figuring out who they are offensively. And then they have to go and play a Georgia Tech team who's probably pissed off at how bad they played against Pitt. Do you feel who is more mo, who is more emotionally invested, charged up in this game, and will deliver on Saturday? I think it's got to be Duke. If we're being completely bug, <laughs> I know that George GT got beat up by Pitt. The problem yeah. is Pete's beating up Pitt's beating up on everybody. Kenny they Pickett are. is a is a man possessed right now. That man should be <laughs> probably a dark horse in the high league right now. Yeah, yeah. And then Mateo, but Mateo Duran. I mean, he just lost to North Carolina. I mean, that's y'all rival school. And he didn't play particularly poor. Like, he didn't. No, and then no. he only has seven points to show for it. And to me, that's a Duke team that they that's need a coaching, to, to win. That's a coaching issue. That's not a Mateo. That's a, hey, uh, Mateo's giving us all he got. Let's give Gunner an opportunity to show his arm off. Like, what? Huh? Oh, <laughs> no. yeah. There was some questionable. I watched that game. There's some questionable <laughs> play calling. It's kind of like we're, we're – as an FSU fan, it's like, oh, we're running the ball really well. Wait, why is Mackenzie Millen going stepping back for a deep ball when his arm isn't super strong? And also, wide receiver cannot, you know, get separation. But hate it here. <laughs> I, oh yeah, I hate it here. This like this is fine. My room is on fire. This is fine. My room is on fire. But no, I think to me it's Duke. I think because Mateo Durant definitely needs to show out. And I think Gunnar Holmberg is like, hey, listen, like you're not the star of this team. You're not. Like mm-hmm. you're there to supplement Mateo Durant because he's that man is the best running back in the ACC and quite frankly the top five running back in the country. So to me, it's got to be Duke. I, I agree. I think that Georgia Tech is going to play a hard-fought game, but this is a great coastal matchup where if Duke wants to show that it's more than just these you know, wins against programs that aren't that great, it's going to have to have a strong show and get at least one conference win to me to really feel like, okay, maybe Coach Cut can figure it out. You know, Maybe we can have him stick around. If not, if they lose the rest of the slate, I mean, it's not getting any easier. And chumps the rest of the way. I have to figure it out for sure. Finally, let's talk about Virginia. They are playing Louisville. Pissed off Louisville, who felt like they got wronged by the ACC refs throughout their game on Saturday. You know, I always go to, at the end of the day, 
don't let it come down to the refs. I try and go with that to make myself feel better. But they play at 3 o'clock on ACC Network against the Cavaliers. And listen, Brendan Armstrong is on a tear. But I think it's going to be a fun matchup against Malik Cunningham. We talked on Thursday's show. Tyler was mentioning that it's going to be a shootout. I think it's what, like, plus, I mean, sorry, I think it's 69 right now, maybe. Nice. nice. <laughs> sorry. You know what? <laughs> I, always, I always forget that I, you know, have co-hosts with guys. But anyway, it, oh, is, going to, sorry about that. <laughs> it is going to be a shootout. I, you know, if you told me Malik Cunningham is going to be a guy that can really like throw his arm is going to be the key weapon, I would be like, all right, maybe. But have you seen his legs? Brendan Armstrong also, it's one sided over there. It's Brendan Armstrong and everybody else. Like it's very much him carrying that offense. Defense just tries. They do. They, it reminds me of last year's Carolina team where Sam Howell was doing everything he could, but that defense just did not give him what he needed. Oh, both these defenses are freaking awful. They are not good. This game, you know, this game's going to remind me of a few years ago when they're back in college. This is going to remind me of the Texas Tech and Oklahoma mm-hmm. game, where it was Baker Mayfield versus Patrick Mahomes, where there was like yeah. 65 to 62 type of game. That's what's going to happen in this game because Brandon Armstrong, that man can throw, that man can run, and that offense is just so fun to watch. And then Louisville, I got to give it to Satterfield because he's finally, I think, been able to understand. Ooh, okay, that's Satterfield compliment. <laughs> I know. Let's go. I know, listen, I, I'm not a big fan of him, but I will say that he has definitely tailored his offense to Millie Cunningham's strength. And Millie Cunningham, I think, has finally been able to take that future step forward where yeah. he's actually a really solid damn quarterback. Yeah. And yeah, actually, I, he's a fun person to watch. And, like, to me, this is probably going to be the game, if it wasn't for us at 330, I would watch this game, just sit down, pop myself on in front of my, you know, my, my computer because, you know, we don't have AC Network down here in South Florida or Florida in general. Shout really? out Comcast. Yeah, we don't. Tallahassee doesn't have it either. It get, get to an ACC network. But it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's like, one, there's no defense. It's like every other Big 12 game. But we have a like very fun offense to watch, and I'm stoked to watch it. It reminds me of that Soldier Boy song, uh, Shootout. Uh, I don't know if you heard that. Let me get him. Okay. You, have you heard of that song? No, I haven't heard that song. Okay. How old I is need- I'm telling my age here, but for all of our listeners, everyone who is in of the Soldier Boy era, like first of all, Soldier Boy has done everything for us. So I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, he's a pioneer. He's a he's a legend. I'm sorry. He is. He is. (laughs) But let me get him is definitely one that you gotta you know put in the tank. It's a pregame show. Like make sure we on the next break you listen to it. So next Friday we might intro the show with Let Me Get Him. I know we might get sued, but I'll talk with Ross about that. But no, it is going to be a great game that I think overall. I'm pretty sure Virginia's going to come out on top, but we'll have to see. Now, there is one final game we got to go over that I would love your thoughts because, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't really call them part of the ACC, but they low-key are. So I'm gonna, I want to talk about that here in a second. After I remind you guys that if you are ready to bet this season, I'm trying to tell you, Jersey Drake is going to have us covered. He's got us locked and loaded. He is going to give us some of the games that we just discussed, then our final one that we'll mention here in just a bit. But make sure you sign up for Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football with the new updated odds, site, and interface props and contests. Bet Online continues to be that number one source head to the website use your mobile device today to sign up to receive 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit don't forget to use promo code locked on to receive your bonus bet online is where the game starts 
So we're wrapping up today's show, Freestyle Friday with Drizzy Drake, and we have got to talk about this Virginia Tech-Notre Dame game. We'd love to know your thoughts. As someone who almost beat Florida State as a Locked on Seminoles host, Florida State grad himself, we'd love to know if you think Virginia Tech can actually get over the hurdle and beat the Fighting Irish and what that possibly would mean for them as they're trying to stay or get to the top of the Coastal. Yeah, hmm. I know everyone has <laughs> been on the Justin Fuente apology train. I'm not hopping on that yet. Okay, okay. Personally, I'm not. They're not a good team. I think they've. They have, I mean, who they played really? That's you know, that's that great, and this includes this Notre Dame team. I mean, mm-hmm. Notre Dame had nine months to prepare to play us, and they beat us by an overtime by three points. And we've seen each week they've gotten worse and worse and worse. And Jack Cohn, who's their transfer. Transferred out for a reason. He transferred out because of Graham Mertz. And you can see, look at Wisconsin right now, that offense. I think he has one touchdown and mm-hmm. over the past like two years. Someone is saying something like that. Like, I'm not going to get credit to Jensen Fuente for winning this game. And I don't think they're going to win this game either, primarily because like Notre Dame Notre Dame is going to be that team for some reason. They're going to find a way to win. That's what they've done all year. And also, this is just about the time where Justin Fuente's teams, you know, their wheels kind of fall off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's kind of what I see happening uh, this weekend. I think if Braxton Burmeister tries to be anybody but himself, this is going to be the game where they have their undoing, right? Because if you try to throw the long ball, if you try and throw deep, I think Kyle Hamilton is going to have his way with you. If you try, <laughs> if you try to run, I think you're going to get swallowed up in the backfield. Like you're going to have this is probably going to be one of your best game management games, right? I think it's going to come down to a field goal where I do think that the Fighting Irish are going to squeak out. But as an ACC lover myself, I feel like I have to root for the Hokies, you know, just because. NC State, I, I mean, Notre Dame is like ACC adjacent. And so I just feel like for the, for the squad, for the tribe, you have to pull out the dub. I about to say, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be behind VT mainly because I don't need to say ACC adjacent. They just they just come in, you know, like that, like, are you up, text at 2 a.m. in the morning. That's Notre Dame. That's Notre, That's all they are. They life, is, life is going crazy right now. Hey, we would need a spot to crash. We'll just find our home with your conference. But things are going better for me. Sports are back. Bye. You know, like independence. It's, it's, okay. It's the future meme where he's like, you know, I'm out here. You know, Boston, my girl reminds me of all Thanksgiving's with your mom. By the way, how is she? You know, I miss right. you. Talk soon. Exactly. Like <laughs> but if they keep losing, I, they might mess around and figure it out and find their way into ACC territory. Who knows? I mean, yeah, they fit right in, right? <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> we know what it's like to lose consistently and consistent energy. Like we are just are you are you well? You need to drink. Miami wants to have a conversation. The the Florida State, you know, there's been I'm sorry to hate to say this, but Florida State just the brand is just not doing what it needs to do. And Florida State, I mean, Notre Dame's brand is trying not to do what it's used to doing as well. So let's be right in. Yeah, that hurts to say, but I really I can't argue with you right now on that because we're pretty we're down pretty bad. But trust me, the come up is going to be real. It's going to be Ooh, real. Close. Okay. Real. All right. All right. I, I Give me three shots though. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into some betting thoughts. Reminding everybody of these matchups. First up, we have twelve thirty action: Georgia Tech and Duke. Georgia Tech is minus four currently. Who do you have? Uh, I'm taking Duke. What are you taking? Taking Duke? I'm, take, I'm taking Duke, actually. It's a plus three and a half right now. I'll take them okay. for that. And I'll take the money line, too. I think, actually, they can win this game. I think that GT, I thought they are going to have a letdown spot at UNC. That didn't happen. I bet against them again against Pitt, and Pitt annihilated them. To me, it might be – the wheels might start to be kind of off a little bit over there. So give me Duke plus three and a half and plus 163. 
I think Duke, with the energy of the students being back, the students were not there for the Kansas game, and they still were able to squeak out a win. So I think with the energy of the fans, Duke will pull this out. I'll go with Duke for you. Okay. Virginia and Louisville, 3 p.m. on ACC Network. 3 p.m. I mean, I'm picking Virginia. Okay. I think think Virginia's the better team, and I – I, I mean, they're the underdog right now in that game, right? Very much so. Have you seen that defense on Virginia's side? Uh, here's the thing, though. You still, like, that Louisville team still left Florida State score, I think, 30 points. Sorry, 23 points. And that was with a Mackenzie Millen who fell three times. I don't know if you watched the game. He literally got sniped mm-hmm. from a turf monster. He fell three separate times. And that Louisville defense is also it's pretty damn bad. And I think a shootout is the best way to put it. And right now it's six, nine and a half. And I would take the over in that game and also give him Virginia plus two and a half. Okay, well, Wake Forest and Syracuse play at 3.30. Wake Forest is currently the top dog, but I would love to know your thoughts if you think Syracuse can come out with the win. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, no. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think – I like Dino a lot, but I think it's a lot where that was such a winnable game for them. And I there's some moments where I'm like, damn, we're really about to lose Syracuse for the first time ever in Doak. Mm. And then they didn't. And that kind of takes a lot out of you that you were this close with like probably one of your – not one of your better teams, but one of your one of your more sound teams, and you don't aren't able to pull that away. And it's it's going to linger. And Wake Forest is a team that is top ten in offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. So give me Wake because Sam Hartman, I think, has got those boys humming. They might be undefeated going into uh, NC State. Yeah, Whew, that would be wild. Be All right. Yeah, Florida State and North Carolina also play at three thirty with UNC having the current advantage. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of trends in life that, you know, I follow personally. There's certain things also in life that are never destined to happen. I have this run joke on our show that me and Rihanna is something that's never going to happen ever in our lives. You this never you. know. You never. Riri could find you in the freaking 7-Eleven and be like, you could just be like, Riri, I need a kiss. She might give it. She seems like the type that just would do it off the string. Uh, you and Max are so good for my psyche, but that's never going to happen. Just it, just God doesn't happen. That's how I feel about this game, primarily because Mac Brown is 0-9 against FSU as a head coach, both yeah. at Tulane and at UNC. And our team this year, I know it sounds weird to say, folks, our team this year is better than the team last year. Our team last year was much, much worse, especially along the defensive front. And also, we kind of know what we have with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And also, your offensive line is not particularly great, so... I'm not a homer a lot on the show. I picked against this thing most of the year this year, except for last <laughs> week. Give me FSU plus 17. Okay. And give me FSU to win this game, too. You know, normally I would be a homer as well, but no, I'm still going to be a homer. I think that Carolina is going to pull this <laughs> off only because, like you mentioned, this is one of those crazy years and and they haven't won yet. And Mac is not Dino, right? I think he's going to be able to get it done. And like, you have those, you know, weird stats that you throw out there, but this is going to be the one time that they beat them. They've done the whole honoring Bobby thing with the art and the graphic on the wall. Cue everyone's feeling like love right now. At the end of the day, you play with X. Let's, let's get down to business, right? You know, you need to get that one win. Like, let's, let's go ahead and get that thing going. Unless Bobby is like hovering around <laughs> Keenan stadium on Saturday and just makes some things happen for Jordan Travis. I don't see it. God, I remember last year that we said the same. It was the opposite last year actually, <laughs> when we had you on our show. We're like, when we yeah. first you, I was like, yeah, you know, we're probably gonna get blown out because Sam Howell is that dude. And now it's completely flip flopped. You know, it's going to be a fun game to watch because it's going yeah. to be a lot of damn points. And it's going to be, I, no- I feel like it's going to be, um, a Sam Hart, Sam Hartman, Sam Howell revenge game. 
I think Sam really needs to show that like the playing Florida State does not affect him the way it looked like it did in Tallahassee last last time out. I don't know because remember his first TD pass in Doak was to Joshua Kando as a pick six. <sighs> and then I'm how, done. You, know, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Bo Krause got held. Okay. Evan, anyway, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Notre Dame, Virginia. I'm not even talking to you anymore about this. 7:30 on ACC Network. Who do you, it's even split. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly a- enough. Yeah, I just think because now people are starting to realize how Notre Dame isn't a good team. They, 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 but what gave it away? Was it the ACC championship last year? Was it the bowl consideration or not bowl? Was it college football playoffs and then getting you know dogged out? What was it? Okay, Ian Book leaving. Mm. Ian Book was the most underrated quarterback in college football last year. That man was basically Alex Smith with a better arm. Mm, that man okay. was, was the perfect game manager for the offense, and he was able to be enough of a threat for both Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree to excel in that offense. Okay. And now you bring in Jack Cohn, a Wisconsin transfer. Folks, I had Alex Hornibrook as my quarterback <laughs> a few years ago as a Wisconsin transfer. I know how okay. bad those kids are. Sorry, kids. You guys are great kids. But give me Notre Dame to win this game, and then give me the under 47 because it's going to be an ugly, ugly game to watch. Ooh, an ugly game to watch. Our favorite at 7.30 at night. We love the worst <laughs> night games. But anyway, it's fine. So many good bye weeks. I think also teams with the bye weeks have an opportunity to rest, recharge, get ready for a great week. Week 6 seems to be nice and light for us, but I'm sure week 7 it will be even while there will be back to give you all that good news. Friday is going to be fun. As always, Jersey Drake at the building. Thank you for coming on, Keith. Please remind folks of where they can find you. Follow your work. Uh, you can follow me at tally underscore underscore Drake as you see down below. You can also now follow us on YouTube. We just started this weekend. Trust me, we're having a blast. You can now see our beautiful faces. You can see what I mean by I'm saying a little bit thick around the edges with the built bars to help me out. But with that, you can follow my co-host at Max Moody 17. You can follow my other co-host Dave at FSU, FSU Knowles. The O is a zero and the S is a five. It's really confusing. He's older, folks, so don't judge him for his lack of technology expertise. <laughs> And follow us at Knowles Anonymous. That's our kind of our collective. We have a Discord too to engage with our fan base, and that's where we get all our questions, where we get topics for the weekend. You know, good luck, good, uh, good luck, weekend, folks. I mean, are you trying to say that the Bill Bars are kind of like those bars from Mean Girls, where like you were eating, it's like the Calteen Bars, where you were eating? No, 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 no. no. They, 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 they suppress my cravings because you trust me. Your boy will be in the kitchen. I'm Latina, man. I'm like, yeah, I got some rice and beans in the fridge, real quick. Ooh, okay. Let me, let, me get, let me get some chicken up real quick because I will do that at like nine thirty at night. Period. Listen, do what you got to do. We're all out here just trying to survive a pandy. Like, no judgment. Total, total judgment free zone. Well, we hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay smart and safe out there. We'll be back Monday with all of the recaps and all the good stuff. You know how we roll each and every week. Until next time.